3: Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni.
2: And you decided in episode number 140 of the Practical Prayer Podcast that you want to focus in on the third step of a practical prayer. Really fine-tune in on that.
3: Yes, yes. Um, I often, (laughs) this is like something in vain. You can never do it Mm -hmm. in terms of deciding what attribute of our walk or practice is most important and i usually come back to faith and so when i go through the f- the five steps i get to realization and i think you gotta have some faith here you know when really you have to have faith from the very beginning but when you, well, get you need some healed, faith
2: just to get started with the whole thing yes well, yeah it's, yeah it's, could this yeah. work at all
3: Is this worth it or do I trust this guy who wrote this book? (laughs) I mean, come on. Please.
2: No, no, no. Don't trust me. Do not under any circumstances believe anything just because I said it or wrote it in the book. That is not the reason to believe it. The reason to consider it is because there's some pretty good stuff there. But decide for yourself. If this works for you, then work it. And if you do it for a while and it doesn't work, then do something different because there's, there's, there's a mismatch. But you know the in listen. Prove it for yourself. True. If it works for you, then then you get to use it.
3: That's a lot. But there are people like me. We look up the guy or the woman <laughs> who wrote the thing. Okay you know, I want to know who's talking to me. All
2: right, if well, you you're did the right consider- place for that.
3: Yeah, well, if you did considerable homework and you've got all this around you that shows that you're really into it, okay, you're not a flash in the pan. Let's go. I'm gonna listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you know, you don't swallow anything that anybody says, hook, line, and singer. But I consider the source.
2: Yeah, and um, I would hope that in the years that you have uh, known me and we've been uh, working together, that you have had some prayers that worked so spectacularly well that you go, "This is not working because Bill said it works. This is working because it works."
3: I don't get into all that. It works. It you works. Know? I mean, yeah. You, I met you you were doing this with I took the class I tried <laughs> it mm-hmm. you know I mean it took a it took me a long time so anybody who's out there you know if it takes a while we're starting from different places right you know and so I had to undo a lot you know not just in terms of the order and what uh, components are in the prayer, but what I thought about, I believed about. Also, you know, it, it takes a, it takes whatever time it takes. But I think you gotta you gotta trust, have faith. Okay, God, I can. Here's the other thing: I asked God for a teacher. I gave.
2: Okay, <laughs> you, did. you did.
3: Long story short, you showed up. I did a little look around. Let's go. That's the way you know, and you can always—you don't have to worry about um, poo-pooing somebody if it doesn't turn out right. You yeah, fire them just get somebody else. Yeah. But um,
2: and sometimes turn- spirit has has a sense of humor. Because you 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 told God to find you a teacher, and you're thinking Carlton Pearson, and there came me. <laughs> 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 oh goodness, that's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, yeah. That's okay, you know, offering what we have to offer and uh, the good comes about. So let me, um, because we're talking about the third step in a practical prayer, so let me go through the um, the basic five steps that are in a practical prayer um, so that we can identify them by purpose rather than just by number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first step in a practical prayer is to turn our attention to the infinite To look at the big picture, the divine power and presence, the creative essence that creates everything, it's called um, uh, recognition. So recognizing that God is all there is and that everything that exists is that divine presence showing up in its own way. The second step is the unification step, which is where we identify that because everything everywhere is God's presence taking different form, that must be true of me as well. So that's why it's a unification because, okay, there's this huge power and presence, this creative operation that's going on, and I'm part of it. And what that does is it reminds us that we have access to that same creative power. So then from that place of divine awareness and authority, we get to the third step, which is the realization, which is where we are calling for the newness that we wish to invite into our lives. And once we have claimed that newness and that we're using the creative power that created like, I don't know, the entire universe, galaxies, planets, everything, we're using that same power to create this new one, bring bring something new into our real experience of reality. Mm -hmm. And once that's happening, there's a step of gratitude, thankfulness, that that goodness is coming about, thankfulness for the awareness and the ability to use the process. There's gratitude in any form. And then the last step is release, where we speak our word and let it go. Kind of like planting a seed because we don't want to hold it in our mind. It's not got to take willpower to make it happen. Because in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And nowhere does it say that God had to go back and replace the bulb or check to make sure the light was still shining. It was like, let there be light. There was light. It was done. And that's the release. So that's the last step. So the third step is the realization. And you you do need to do the first two to get into the place where you can do that realization step and have it be different than an affirmation. So an affirmation, you can do an affirmation by itself. I am prosperous. I am loving. I have perfect relationships. I am healthy, whole and complete. Those are all wonderful affirmations and they work right up until we don't believe them. And then they stop working. (laughs) (laughs) And actually they keep working, but they work by what we believe rather than what we say. So by taking it into that prayer process, we are partnering with the infinite to claim that newness in our lives in a way that goes beyond what we've experienced so far. So that's enough of my reestablish. I will now allow you to talk more about what you wanted to talk about as we talk about the realization step.
3: Well, the, you know that was a lot,
2: right? Oh, yeah. yeah a, that's and But, lot. you know, it's episode number 140. And unless somebody is starting to listen backwards from here, we've covered this once or twice.
3: But I, I (laughs) (laughs) um, I, I'm, I'm carefully saying this. This probably takes like a lifetime, really, to not understand it, but sort of, because it's it's so much. You know, when you I was listening to you talk about each step, each component part, and I thought. Wow, that's like so, you could just go forever talking about turning our attention and da-da-da. You could just, that just has so many parts to it. Um, but let, let's get over to the the realization. You talked yeah. about affirmation. So right. how does affirmation differ from realization?
2: That is the difference between self help self-help and new thought. Because in the self-help, all right, something's wrong with my mouth today. (laughs) Do a little prayer for that. In self-help, we create affirmations where we call upon uh, the infinite to create something new in our lives. But we start with the affirmation. Here's here's what I want to have in my life. I'm claiming I have my perfect loving relationship. I have a fabulous job. I get good grades in school. And those are very powerful. That's, I mean, at the heart of it, that's the active ingredient in a practical prayer and a very effective prayer and the most effective prayers that have ever been done in history, in every scripture and everywhere that you, you know, can, can find thoughtful, insightful, uplifting, powerful, spiritual stuff. The affirmation is whatever comes after I am, I am love, I am loved. And it's really powerful. And it can be transformative because if we go along not knowing what we want to have happen next, then we say, uh, I am joyous. There's no reason in the world that joyousness isn't available to us. And suddenly things start happening to us that make us feel joyous. The times that that doesn't tend to work is when we believe that we were born under a curse, that there's some dark cloud following us and there's no possible way that we can ever be joyous. And what we believe is that there's no joy available in our lives. And then we say, I am joyous. And (laughs) we still have to carry our umbrella because this downpour of misery is all around us. And it is what we're believing in that's important. And if we're believing that there's going to be that downpour of misery, then saying I am joyous doesn't help. So an affirmation is just claiming something in the midst of it, maybe not, being true or maybe not believing that it could be true and a realization is actually the third step in a prayer where we've gotten past all that stuff first
3: so do do we no okay do we address we have to address what we believe we should address what we believe Ah, I know. Don't use should. Okay. It's wise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the antidote to should.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's wise <laughs> to address or or think about the little thought thought thing there about what, what we believe before making the affirmation. But now the realization, we come to that and say more about that.
2: Um if I have this belief that there's, and we'll will continue with the, the that I'm doomed to a life of misery. So the first thing that happens is I notice that I've been living a life of misery, and I don't want to have that anymore. And that's what we call the pivot, where we say, okay, instead of misery, I want to have. Uh, maybe maybe I want to maybe I want to be a bully. Maybe that'll make it go away, but probably not. What we do is we come to the realize that the experience I want to have is to be joyous and have peace of mind. So we start by turning our attention and our thoughts away from the experience we've been having. That's been miserable and awful. And we open to the possibility that we want to have instead. Now we know that it's possible for there to be people living joyously cause we've seen it. Mm-hmm. So the way that we get ourselves from the place where we don't believe it can be available to us, even though we know it's available somewhere, is that we acknowledge that there is one source of everything, that divine creative power that creates everything, that, that did its number to create the planets and every particle and subatomic particle, every person, every place, everything is that divine essence showing up in a different way. And we've seen that it includes people who live joyously, Mm-hmm. we know that's how, that's the nature of the universe that's that's the the, the recognition step and in the second step we say since that is possible it's got to be possible for me i'm part of that same divine creative presence so that good that i'm seeking is actually possible for me so now instead of thinking about how miserable my life has been i'm thinking about how joyous and peace peaceful and harmonious my life could be and i'm claiming that i am part of the creation that can have that And then I get to the realization step and I say, this is mine now. I am joyous. And it's not just me. It's that entire creative process, that 14 billion years of bringing everything together. That's the power that's bringing this joy into my life. Not me thinking that my umbrella is going to be strong enough to keep the deluge of misery out.
3: Okay. So while, while you were saying that, like I was following through with maybe some things that I had done, Prior to understanding this, so I kind of, you know, fit it in or mm-hmm. overlay it. And I thought, okay, so I kind of look at something and say, I want that. I want to do that, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Done it a million times in my life. And if it looks like it's really impossible or whatever, I would just say, well, if one person on the planet did it, I can do
2: it. Yep.
3: I'm doing this. Now, that, that's just attitude. <laughs> but what you're talking about is something... That's step two unique.
2: with an attitude.
3: Y- yeah, I guess.
2: In step one, you're saying, hey, they've got it. That means that it's, it's possible it's out there.
3: Yeah, I mean, why and, shouldn't and I, you step know? I?
2: Yeah, why why can't I have that? That's that's, that's unification. Okay, there's a creative power that can create that goodness. I want one.
3: Yeah, I I might <laughs> think of... And I I can think of several times. I'll say, okay, well, I might have to work a little harder, or I might have to go this way or go that way. But I will, you know, I'll have it or I'll do it. And if it takes a little longer, fine. Or it's not going to take as long because I don't have that much time. So I'm (laughs) gonna, you know, so I'll just wiggle around in that and just go right. Mm -hmm. But what is is that affirmation or realization? And if so, is there an easier way to say it without attitude? Because some people will say, well, I'm not like you. I don't have that kind of faith. I, it's not, I'm not going to say it's not faith. It's just that I just figure God doesn't hold out, you know.
2: Yeah, And you've, just... th- you've gotten to that, that place yourself. And that's the process. That's, what, that's how come we can do 140 episodes so far, still counting, of the Practical Prayer Podcast. Because it is really, really simple. To explain, it is not easy to do. It is a very, very personal process. It's the most intimate um, relationship that we have, which is the relationship with our creator, whatever it was that created us, that divine power that's not just inside of us someplace. It's everything that we are. You know, you say, "What's a tree made of?" And the tree is not made of wood. The tree is wood. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. not. We, you know, we're we're not made of spirit. We are spirit. We are the yes. divine creative power and presence taking form and all of that good that we're seeking is available to us through that channel. It may or may not be available because we got attitude and we tell, you know, and we tell the world around us how it's got to be. <laughs> you are, uh, I believe, shorthanding it because you're doing a lot of this stuff. A lot of this process is at this point innate in you. You understand your nature and the nature of the infinite. So you can start with what seems to you to be attitude. I'm going to have this. <laughs> and because you have that relationship, that understanding of where you are in that creative power and that, that, that creative law, you can start there and just continue in through the, uh, through the realization and claim you're good. Other people are starting in a different place.
3: Okay, so I want to, okay, because I think I'm starting with where you say, you know, like step one, two, and three. Maybe I was doing it and just didn't know it, but it's because of one, two, that I have attitude, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really not attitude, well, yeah, but confidence. Okay. Um, because the people I'll, around
2: you think it's attitude. That's probably where the label came from.
3: Probably, and I, I think like this. Okay, I'll I'll stop for a minute when things are hard. I'll I can't I can't see it, but it's it's there. Just give me you know some time. It's it's there, and because I just know, I just know Spirit. I just know God. No other way. Then I'll you know I'll tell myself I may not see a way, but I know there is a way. And if that is the case. I'll, it'll come clear. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I'll say things like, "I know I'll find it," but let's just be honest. I ain't that great. I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll do the best I can, and then wait and trust that I am. The smoke will clear. Is that the realizations, or no?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes it doesn't necessarily follow the the, the 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 steps. There are two other steps that come after. When when we make that that bold realization at claim, you know, where we say, I, I am prosperous, and the little voice says this, <laughs> the credit cards are maxed out and the bank account is overdrawn. That's our disbelief, that's our doubt speaking. And when that comes up, that's the time where we say there's no truth to my value is not judged by my bank account or my credit cards. I am prosperous and all good is flowing to and through me and make that claim again. You know, there's, there's, there's no power that poverty has over me. It's an infinitely abundant universe. All of this good that's available is available to me and I'm claiming it now. And we change our belief by doing that. And you have, you, you have your own process of changing your belief and that's great because it works for you.
3: So is that the realization?
2: It's the one that you end with. Actually, it's the it's the last affirmation that you say that you don't get a yeah but or an objection or a doubt in your mind. That's okay. the realization. When we realize that what we have what we're saying is the truth. That the claim we're we're, we're making that the intention that we're setting that the <clears throat> imprint that we're putting upon that creative power is actually underway now. That's the realization.
3: So would it be fair to say that our experience in life will assist us in the faith or, you know, the tenacity, the belief that the thing is going to be okay? okay? Uh, because I'm thinking about, like, you talk about me like you know i've I've done it a million times, and <laughs> I probably have. But I look at when at sign po- or or landmarks in my life where I've been at a critical place, and I might think, okay, where was I? Where was I when I was in a difficult place before? Mm-hmm. and go find that uh, strength, the words that I said or the feeling or something. You know, it just, especially when you're in a place where you can't really see, because sometimes when you're in it, you're just, like, messed up. Right. So all of that is before you get to the end, because I'm thinking, okay, for instance, a couple of times in my life, I needed to get out of something. Mm -hmm. And I just said, okay, God, we out. It's always been, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you. It's like, these are the words. I'm out. We're out. Don't know where this is going, but it's always been you, me and you. Let's go. Those mm-hmm. are my almost exact words. Yep. And never has failed me. Now, is that realization?
2: That's a realization with a leap of faith. I don't know where I'm headed, but I'm heading somewhere good. and I'm letting go of what I had before. You were the trapeze artist who has just let go of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, could there have been a part that says um, it can't be worse than this, right? Oh, I, um, I don't really yeah, care. Never,
2: just, never say that. Yeah, this is an infinite be. universe because it could, oh, no matter how bad it is, it's like really this with flies. God, who'd have thought?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess I'm trying because I don't have an, an, an example, I just know what is, and I don't have the words to articulate it. So, I'm trying to get you to do it for me. Okay. No, no, no surprise there, right?
2: Yeah, um. Well, let's take a break, and then when we continue, we will uh, have a little bit of a discussion uh, about uh, a one-step practical prayer and how that's different. Is Reverend Bill letting you know that the Practical Prayer for Real Results class is now available on demand? That's right. You can take it at your own pace
3: Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. I I wanted to add something, you know, so that nobody feels (laughs) situationally. It's not just about relationships. It could have been about an experience that I wanted to get out of, not necessarily relationship, and that might have happened too, but, you know, so that we can all feel like whatever your situation is, it could fit in this when you want to make, you know, this huge change
2: Oh yeah it works for everything yeah. i mean one of my favorite things to pray for includes doctors scratching their heads and apologizing because the original test results couldn't possibly have been accurate because there's no evidence that this disease ever existed i'm completely okay with that and I, on more than one occasion have uh, uh have have prayed that experience into uh um <laughs> into the scenery around uh, whoever the prayer was for so yeah, it, the prayer is for health. It's for prosperity. It's for relationships and connection at all different levels, whether it's with our beloved or with our work colleagues or the government. It's about our creativity, um, the spiritual practices. It works for everything. It works for everything. Okay.
3: So we could do this in one step.
2: Um, yeah, people notice. Um, like if you, if you read the New Testament, Jesus goes around doing a lot of blessings and prayers and working miracles. And he very rarely does these five or seven steps that we're talking about. He says, Lazarus rise, and the dead guy comes up and says, oh, were you looking for me? <laughs> and that works. And it's because Jesus was absolutely sure of who he was. He knew that he was a child of God. He knew that he was an expression of the infinite and that he was wielding that divine creative power that creates everything. He also knew that we all were. He said, all this I do, you can do, and more. Mm. But because he lived in that awareness of the first two steps, that there is one creative power that creates everything, he knew that he created him and that he was wielding and using and expressing and embodying that same creative power, he didn't need to do the first two steps. He could say, Lazarus, rise, or fig tree, go away, and boom, it happened. Mm-hmm. And he lived in a space of gratitude and thankfulness. So in that single step, he would he would state his realization and let it go. Because he knew it was the truth, and it wasn't going to hang on to it. It's not going to be him doing it, because he knew it, it was the infinite creative power that was doing it. So in that single step, it's the realization, the release, and it's done. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I can do something like that. Somebody will ask me to do a prayer for them, and I'll just look at them, and it's like it's absolutely clear in my mind that whatever it was that they just asked for is happening, so it's done. And I describe it again in those words, and then they come back a week or a month or two months later, and they say, hey, this thing happened. It was wonderful. And I'm thinking, didn't you already tell me this? Why did I already know that? Oh, I know. It's because I saw it when you first asked, and I did, and I did that one-step prayer. It was done. And you're just, you're just getting the newspaper delivered now. So that stuff works, and the one-step prayer can work. But what happens is if we have been living in that experience of having misery fall upon us all the time, and we get to to believing that misery is what we're about, then that's our belief system. That's what's active. That's where we're activating that creative process. We are claiming, I am miserable. And the creative law is saying, yes. You're miserable. And we don't need to acknowledge that that's what's going on because it's not like there's a different creative power to create something when we don't know. (laughs) The nature of the the natural universe is that there is one source of everything and it has created everything and has created us. That's really not open to interpretation. And, you know, we can trace our way all the way back to the Big Bang and every atom and every, every molecule and every element every bit of energy in your body in your experience in your existence came from that one there's no place else it could have come from so we are all that one taking up this individual form that creative process which we can see has created some pretty cool stuff has created us so to whatever extent anybody can create anything that's the power that we're using to create even though we sometimes think we can push things around and force them and manipulate them and manage them and give me a wrench and i can make this thing better uh <laughs> but that's the process that we're using. And it's when we forget that we need to start with the first two steps to get ourselves to the point where we're, we're open to believing a new realization. We're open to believing something different. It's about changing our beliefs, not just using the words, I am loving, huh, even though I keep on kicking the dog. <laughs> mm.
3: Okay, so-, so that's that straighten going- anything out? Yeah, I think we need about three more episodes, but. Okay. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> Good to have a plan.
3: But the, <laughs> I have a plan here, but I rarely stick to it.
2: <laughs> I think you stick to the plan very well, and it's me who draws us off the, off the straight and narrow every time. As long as it works. Okay.
3: So, so, it is what we believe, really, that needs some attention. Mm-hmm. Because what we believe is what, can we say, empowers the energy or allows the power to either flow or not?
2: Um, What we believe is, um, is basically directing the creative power. And it happens whether we understand what we believe, whether we're aware of what we believe, or whether what we believe is so subconscious and so ingrained in our personality, we don't even know what's there anymore. Got gotcha. good You've done gardening, you know? You got a, the nice marigold seeds and you plant marigold seeds and you yeah. water them and you smile and then there's a whole bunch of weeds. Like, where'd those weeds come from, you know? They were in there. <laughs> You want the marigolds, you got to deal with the weeds and make room for the marigolds.
3: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, in, in the practical prayer, we are not always aware of the weeds until we get to maybe step three.
2: Is that um, fair? Sometimes we go through a whole bunch of cycles where we become aware of the weeds when we set the intention to have. And I'll continue with the marigolds. We have the intention to have marigolds. And we go through the entire process, the whole prayer, and we're planting marigold seeds and knowing that that's the good that's coming up. And then what shows up in our life is a lot of weeds and maybe a couple of marigolds. And we look at that and then saying, oh, I'm a failure. We say, ah, there was something else in there. Let me fine tune the prayer and do it again and clear out some of the weeds to clear out some of that disbelief that I can't have a wonderful garden full of marigolds. Because I can, there might be something for me to let go of. And certainly, if I've been getting my marigold seeds from somebody who's mixing them with weeds, you know, like, <laughs> like the drug dealers that are cutting their <laughs> their supply or whatever, I got to I, I got to change the process somewhere to make sure that what's going into the soil is what I actually want to be uh, harvesting or cultivating for for later. And sometimes it's it's a single process inside the prayer. As I realize that, oh, I have this disbelief that I can have this goodness, and sometimes it's a longer process because, you know, I I, I want to have a wonderful, loving, committed relationship, and I get into a wonderful, loving, committed relationship, and the person I get into the relationship with doesn't like me doing some of the things that I really enjoy doing. Oh well, you know, she doesn't like camping, so in order to spend all of our time together, I have to give up camping. Well, maybe that's not what I meant. <laughs> and want to give up camping. So we have to fine-tune and set the intention that this relationship includes camping and recreation and the other things that are important so that we can get to that experience of uplift. It's not a one and done.
3: Hmm. Well, I think um, it's more, it's like the lifestyle. I think you have to, it's a good idea to include it as a part of your life because you, It's like you keep perfecting it,
2: you know. Yeah. Well, you've given me a prompt. We're going to take a break and we continue. We're going to do a practical prayer to understand what we believe.
1: Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Rev. Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy to understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness
3: back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni.
2: We're talking about the realization step in a practical prayer and the fact that you can do a prayer that's just that one realization step and it doesn't really matter what you're claiming if what you believe is something different. So what we're we're claiming in that realization step is this is the good that I'm inviting into my life. But if we believe that we don't deserve the good that we're inviting into our lives, or if we believe that we're going to be experiencing something different, we will not get what we are praying for. We will get what we believe we deserve. Mm. So that seems mysterious, especially since we have this subconscious, <laughs> which is something of which we are not conscious. So, And that's where our beliefs live. They're actually active in our subconscious. That's where the, the creative law gets activated. So the good news is if there's something that's in our subconscious, in our belief system, then we don't know what it is. There are a couple of ways that we can be informed as to what it is. The first and most obvious and kind of hit you in the uh, uh, (laughs) the phrase of being hit by a spiritual two by four is your life experience is a topographic map of your belief system. If we believe something, it's going to show up in our life. And everything that shows up in our life is because it's part of our belief system. Things that, that don't fit just don't show up. Um, and, but that it, it can be difficult to see how all those pieces fit together. So sometimes we can go along for a whole long time and something just hasn't been working for us, or it's been a challenge or a difficulty. And then suddenly we go, oh, I never thought it was possible for that to be different. Or it never occurred to me that these people and those people could get along well or, you know, fill in the blank. There are so many things where there's something that we just didn't have a concept of. And we had a belief that it had to be the way that it always been. And however, that got in there. So let's do a practical prayer on what do I believe? And the other way to look at that is clarity. How can I have clarity about what's going on in my belief system to make room for me to choose something that I prefer? Now, it's possible that everything in my belief system, everything that I believe is serving me wonderfully. And it's nice to know where it came from and to settle into that goodness and to invite in yes, please, and more overflowing. And sometimes we can use that to say, ah, this is something I am ready to let go of. This is something that for whatever reason got in there. I learned it. I believed it. I accepted it. and I've been living by it and I don't need it anymore. It's time to let go of it. So that's going to be the prayer today. So as you're comfortable, I invite you to close your eyes, if it's safe to do so. Go within. Become aware of that divine power and presence that is within. And if you're not able to identify that divine power and presence within, consider the possibility that there is a divine power and presence within. One source, one creator that has created everything. It's the one in scripture that said, let there be light and there is light because I said right before that there was darkness and void and god and god said and god was all there was everything else was darkness and void god was there and god said let there be and now there is and that same story is told in the language of quantum physics is the big bang and suddenly there was this enormous field of energy that took millions of years to cool down to the point where it could start creating matter, atoms. And those could evolve and create and unfold and reveal themselves as all of the different elements that we have that can then combine into molecules and then form life and then form us, then form our experience. It doesn't matter what the story is, it is the same. That one is sharing itself, expressing itself, revealing itself and unfolding itself as every part of its creation. That's all there is. And knowing that that is all there is, I know that that must be what I am, what each one who is listening to this prayer is. We are that one taking our own particular form. And I say particular because all of the particles that make us up, all of the energy that make us up is that one. We are that divine presence taking particular form as us right here and right now. And everything that we're experiencing, everything that we're aware of, everything that's going on in the outside world and the world within is that one infinite intelligence, that one divine presence expressing itself. So that infinite mind, that divine creative power that knows how to create this entire manifest universe is part of us within us. All of that wisdom, all of that insight, all of that knowing that's available anywhere is available everywhere. It's available right now as and for and through each of us. So I invite an even deeper awareness and clarity of what do I believe? What is the way in which those beliefs have been bringing about the experiences, the ones that I love and enjoy and cherish? The ones that have been challenging or difficult or that I wish to move beyond? What are those beliefs that I have had? We don't need to understand where they came from. We don't necessarily need to understand all of the implications. Simply the awareness, the clarity about what I believe and how it's been showing up in my life. And we can then move on to that next choice point of what do I wish to experience next? More of what I've been experiencing or in a slightly different flavor, a different direction or something brand new, complete transformation. And it's all available, it is all possible. So I claim that goodness, I claim that clarity, I claim that understanding, and I claim that transformation to what's new on behalf of each one listening now. That good is underway now. And I'm so thankful for it, I'm thankful for the good, I'm thankful for the willingness of each one to take part in this process to consider something new or bigger, more expansive. I'm grateful for the courage to go beyond what has been and open to something new. And I'm grateful for the awareness of this creative process that has created everything. I'm grateful to know it's now creating this. And so with a deep feeling of thanks for all of this good and more still coming, I speak this word and I release it into that creative law that has created everything. And no, it's now creating this. And so I let it be. And so it is.
0: Practical Prayer Podcast with Rev. Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com
1: B-The-Light.com
0: Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results.
1: Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations,
0: weekly celebrations of spirit,
1: and Rev. Bill's classes in practical spirituality
0: at NewThoughtPhilly.org